It's not one of my favorite Christmas songs. Christmas. It's not one of my favorite <laughs> Christmas songs. <laughs> Welcome to Tay2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. First, we just wanted to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of our listeners. Merry Christmas! We're very grateful for all of you. We know this year is very different for most of us, and we just want to say Merry Christmas. We hope this episode might brighten your day. Today's episode is a Christmas special, Yay. where we will be talking about the three original Christmas songs that Taylor has written. Christmas Must Mean Something More, Christmases When You Were Mine, and Christmas Tree Farm. Christmas Must Mean Something More and Christmases When You Were Mine are from her holiday album Sounds of the Season, the Taylor Swift Holiday Collection, which was released on October 14th, 2007. Christmas Tree Farm is a single that Taylor released on December 6, 2019 with a corresponding music video. And all three of these songs were written solely by Taylor. Yes! <laughs> okay, so... I want to discuss Christmas Must Be Something More first. Sure. Okay. Okay. I really love this song. I've known it for years. I feel like since it came out. I don't quite relate to this song, but I find it really, really catchy, (laughs) cute, fun to sing along with. I don't know. I just enjoy it a lot. It's a bop. I don't know why, but like I know all the lyrics to it. (laughs) For some reason, non-religious Gab really uh, got into Christmas Must Mean Something More. As a teen, the song was released after the success of Taylor's debut album and before Fearless came out. So I think that fans were, you know, asking for more Taylor and the studio put together this quick Christmas CD because there's only like seven tracks on Mm -hmm. the whole thing, which is, you know, an EP basically. Mm -hmm. So I think in hindsight, this album is like a little underbaked and kind of unlike Taylor. Like she thinks out things and even if she puts something out, where it hasn't been planned out for forever. It's very thought through. But I feel like this album shows like a young Taylor who had just signed a record deal and like the studio was like, hey, let's put out this Christmas album. It'll do really well. Like you're hot right now. Let's do it. So I think that if Taylor released a Christmas album today, it would be like night and day different. Oh, sure. Yeah. But even like the cover, like it's like very like country princess Christmas Taylor, like very made yeah, up. Glamour like, shot of her yeah. with a guitar. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. But I'm glad we have this Christmas album because these original songs are actually really great. They're great. So some of my favorite lines from Christmas Must Mean Something More mm. is the part where she goes, What would happen if presents all went away? Tell me what would you find? (laughs) (laughs) And then the the really stellar chorus, which is, you'd see that today holds something special, something holy, not superficial. So here's to the birthday boy who saved our lives. It's something we all try to ignore and put a wreath up on your door. So here's something you should know that is for sure. Christmas must mean something more. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this chorus just kind of makes me chuckle a little because I personally don't think that the meaning of Christmas is something that people try to ignore. Mm. As the lyrics say, you know, it says like, 
something we all tried to ignore, put a wreath up on our door. I don't think people are like, let's forget what Christmas is about and just put a wreath on our door. I think it's sometimes people like maybe just like either forget or were never taught what the origins of Christmas were about. I don't think they purposely choose to not. It's just the Christmas holiday has turned into something that it means something different to different people. And it's not necessarily even about Jesus for everyone, you know, sure. and his birth. I totally agree with the message that Christmas isn't just about the gifts and the decorations. But I think like for me and my family, Christmas is about like spending time with the people you love and enjoying, you know, delicious meal together and just being together. And that's what Christmas means to me. And the idea of Christmas must be something more. For me, it's not about the commercialization. It's about family. And I think this song, you know, is about, for, you know, Taylor singing here, it's about Jesus, and that's what it must be something more. But yeah, I relate to it in that way. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I like this song a lot, too, as a Christmas song. I think it's pretty catchy. I love Christmas music anyway. Like, anything that has to do with Christmas music, I would listen to it all year round if people wouldn't glare at me, mm. but I can't do that. It's it's taboo, I guess, to listen to Christmas music all year. Yeah. I do it sometimes in secret. (laughs) (laughs) When no one else knows, I'll throw on a couple of Christmas songs here and there throughout the year just to make me feel a little bit better. This is true, guys, because I didn't know. (laughs) But it's pretty cool because, you know, with Christmas songs, there are two big genres. There's sacred and then secular. Mm -hmm. And sacred songs, for example, uh, Oh Holy Night, Silent Night, songs that you would probably first hear or sing in a church service Mm. and then there are secular songs which are more like um, all i want for christmas is you and the christmas song and songs that don't have a holy or sacred sense to them Mm. and this song kind of like runs right down the middle of the two genres because you have on one part of it is that's this modern day country song and then the other part is that she is talking about religion and, and holiness and, and the birthday boy that saved our lives, Jesus. This is a great line. The birthday is, boy who saved our it's lives. Great. It's a great line. It's so good. And so I think that that's really cool that she was able to really kind of um, run the railroad tracks of the two and make it kind of a little bit more accessible to listeners. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why you actually can jive with it is yeah. because it is a fun Christmas song with hints of religion to it, which, you know, I think that some of the best Christmas songs are religious, sacred Christmas songs. Oh, yeah. I I mean, mean, I agree. I could get down to Oh Holy Night. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When somebody sings the crap of it, Josh Groban, for instance, like singing the crap of Oh Holy Night, like, please give that to me every single day. (laughs) And so I, I think that this song really is cool that way. And It's also an interesting message in this song because putting religion aside, the point of it being that we're more fixated on the presence and the gifts and the superficial quotes unquote things that happen around Christmas instead of our family and friends and spending time with people and giving a phone call to somebody that you haven't talked to in a while just to catch up. This year especially... With COVID, this isn't a normal Christmas anyway. And so this song kind of is very eye-opening and kind of puts into perspective the things that are important and should be important. And that has nothing to do with religion. Yeah. You know, and I I think that that's a really cool thing about this song. And I, I really 
I really like it quite a bit, and it is a bop. And, it's totally uh, a bop. And something real holy, not superficial. Yeah. Like, it, she's she sounds great on it. And, and I mean, you're right. It, she wrote it when she was younger, and so there are definitely some younger aspects to the song. And yeah, I mean, I think that's such a good point, too, just about how different this year is, and that it's really not about the superficial. You know, if anyone gets to see their family this year, they're just lucky that yeah. people are healthy and they're doing okay. Yeah. And it, yeah, it puts a lot into perspective, for sure. Yeah. So, Gab, mm-hmm. on a scale of 1 to 10, birthday boys who saved our lives, what would you give Christmas Must Mean Something More? Ooh, I would give Christmas Must Mean Something More seven birthday boys mm. who saved our lives. I think it's really catchy. It's a song I listen to every year. Like, I make sure to play it. Mm. I enjoy it. I think it's it's fun. I think, you know, aspects are a little silly. The lyrics are sometimes kind of obvious, but I very much enjoy it. Mm. What about you? How many birthday boys who saved our lives would you give this up? I'm going to give it six. Nice. Six birthday boys who saved our lives. It's it's a good one. It's a catchy one. Yeah. It's a good little Christmas song. And I have enjoyed listening to it because I had never heard this before, this project. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I guess if it had been on in some retail store or whatever i didn't listen to it yeah or i didn't know who it was mm-hmm. yeah six nice cool all right so her next song that we're going to cover is christmases when you were mine nice which is kind of on the opposite end of the christmas canon in the sense of it is a ballad Oof. and it is completely secular it has nothing to do with the birthday boy who saved our lives mm. It is a great combo of Taylor's melancholic lyric and Christmas music. Mm. It's just like it puts it right in together into this nice little package that you can open up on Christmas. And you get this great song of her just like in this melancholy, sad Mm -hmm. Christmas mood, which, you know, there are some songs that are sad Christmas songs, like Grown Up Christmas List. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, a sad Christmas song. There's there's songs about, like, not having you for Christmas and all that. And so this fits yeah, right in there. Yeah, and classic, I don't want to spend another Christmas without you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the, it's the melancholy part of Christmas that's saying, you were with me for X amount of Christmases for the holidays with my family, and now you're not. We broke up, and I'm really sad, and getting broken up with around the holidays, like, Mm -hmm. holy moly, like, that's gotta be hard, and this song just captures, like every Taylor Swift song does, captures that emotion perfectly, Mm -hmm. and, you know, sitting in the kitchen and your mom is worried about you, and your favorite thing is miles away and the only gift that you want, you can't open up because they're not with you. Like, you know, it's just like super sad and just really great (laughs) to listen to sometimes, you know, sometimes you want that sad Christmas song. Totally. I love the guitar on this song. Mm. The, it's just a simple, her singing, her playing guitar, and it, it's just super simple and melancholy, and it really complements her voice really well. And the the guitar lick that boom 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 yeah is really beautiful, and it really just 
makes it seem like she's sitting in her bedroom playing this song to no one. And feeling <laughs> all just her like feelings. Feeling all of her feelings, which is probably how she wrote the song. Yeah, you for know? sure. So it, it, it's great. I agree with that. I think the simplicity of the song really works. Totally. But again, it's just like so relevant right now because of what is happening in the world. And just there are people that are going to be, you know, having Christmas celebrations this year where their friends and family can't get yeah. together. And the people that you want to be with, you can't be with because you want to keep them safe. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. And it's really crazy that this song captures that. Yeah. Not necessarily like in the sense of a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a significant other, but like your family. You- yeah. What do you think about this song? Um, I like this song a lot. I I think it's really good. Weirdly, this is not one I listened to when I was younger. Even though I listened to Christmas Must Mean Something More, I must have heard it not from the CD. Mm. I don't really know because I'd never really heard this one until last year, maybe. Hmm. But I agree. Like, it's super melancholy and it's emotional, but... It's very relatable mm-hmm. and real, especially thinking back on like past Christmases um, that I've experienced. One of my favorite lines in it is, and everybody's here except you, baby. Seems like everyone's got someone to hold. But for me, it's just a lonely time because there are Christmases when you were mm. Like that's just such like a real feeling. And yeah. I totally have been there. You know, the, the holidays for a lot of people can be a really lonely time. Yeah. And like... Also, a time when you feel like everyone has somebody but you, even though that's not true, Mm -hmm. when you are feeling in that lonely place, it's very easy to feel like you're the only one who's feeling like that. Or it's easy to think that everyone who is with someone else is happy, but that's not also not implied either. The first Christmas that you spend after a breakup can be really, really difficult and lonely because you maybe had spent previous Christmases with that person. And I think that Taylor captures that like, perfectly here like spending multiple Christmases with someone and then suddenly not and then like missing them missing the feeling of being in love at Christmas time because I feel like Christmas can be such a magical time and then when you're in love it just feels like everything's sparkling and then when you're not everything feels a little bit kind of lackluster almost yeah I've definitely been there in the past and like maybe with family and they have significant others who are there and then you send that Merry Christmas text to your ex or maybe the person you have a crush on and you just like hope for that response back Mm. and like just that one text is like everything on that yeah. Christmas and it's sad like that's a sad feeling uh-huh. and I just like remember I had a bunch of years that were just very like lonely Christmas feeling yeah and like you know I'm, I'm kind of like a hopeless romantic there were just so many years that you know I would just like hope I found my right match and like meet someone and I just really wanted that you know ultimately that doesn't make you suddenly happy that's not really how it works yeah but there's something about Christmas that can heighten those feelings of loneliness when you have them yep. you know we've talked about this in the past with Taylor but the way she includes intimate details in her lyrics makes the song so much more relatable and realistic. You know, she's talking about this person who was hers and some of the lyrics, I bet you got your mom another sweater or your cousin's late again. (laughs) Like just referencing like her previous experience of spending Christmas with that person, that ex, you just can totally tell like she was there and she remembers all those moments. Like they're just like, whenever she includes specific things, it just helps you connect to it even more. Also, it's really funny because I can super relate to the line where your cousin's late again (laughs) because my cousins are always late to the holidays. (laughs) So when I was listening to the lyrics and heard that, like it totally made me laugh out loud because I was like, she gets it. Cousins are always late. That's just how it is. Yeah, I just think it's it's a very well written song. And the fact that she was, you know, so young when she 
wrote this and she just got it. Like, I thought, I think it's really cool. Well written. Yeah, I I really like this one a lot. And you you have to be in the mood to listen to this one because, like, if you're in a sad spot, like, this is not a good (laughs) good Christmas song to listen to. Well, unless you just want to have a good cry. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you want to be like, this is me right now, Taylor. I get it. You know, like, that's definitely it. Christmas must mean something more is definitely more of that bop that you want to listen to. Yeah. Different, totally different vibes. Like, 100% opposite spectrums of Christmas songs, which is really cool. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah there on the same album yeah um, you know and to all of you if you're feeling lonely this holiday season just know like you're not alone and that a lot of people feel that way and it's a really weird year and like you guys are our friends too so you know we're here and we get it so i just want to put that out there yeah okay Devin. on a scale of one to ten late cousins <laughs> what would you rate christmases when you were mine so i'm going to give christmases when you were mine also six Late late Cousins. Okay. I think that's what I'm going to do as well. I think both of these are equally great in their own way and in their own realm of Christmas music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think think sixes are are good. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. What about you? How many Late Cousins would you give this one? I would also give this six Late Cousins, which is pretty funny because I don't even have that many cousins. You don't. Neither do. uh, (laughs) First Cousins. I have four. Five on one side, two on the other. So I have seven. (laughs) So I could do it. You could do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would give this six late cousins <laughs> because I, you know, I think it's well written. I think it's really good. You do have to be in like the right mood right. to listen to it. Totally. Yep. Yeah. I like the Christmas songs that like kind of like are hopeful and make you feel like you just got a big warm hug. Yeah. Yeah. Like Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Yes. And like our next song that we're yes. covering. <laughs> so finally, we get to Christmas Tree Farm, which is the gift that Ugh. Taylor gave us just a year ago. Devin, Ugh. what do you think about this song? Oh, the gift that just keeps on giving. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, this is our only, our second holiday season with Christmas with Tree With Christmas Farm. Tree Farm, yeah. which is just wonderful. Mm. It is just a wonderment of a Christmas song and a song in general. Yeah. This song will undoubtedly go down in history as one of the classics. Ooh. Like, once it gets to that point, it hasn't been out long enough. Mm-hmm. I think that your brother said that All I Want for Christmas was just added to the list of classic holiday songs. And that it's, like, on that SiriusXM radio now. Mm. So, and that song was, what, written, like, 2000? Yeah. So it takes a bit of time for Christmas songs to become canon, Mm, if you will. mm -hmm. And I wholeheartedly believe that this song will get there because it has all of the elements of a fantastic Christmas song. Okay? It has the dramatic intro. Yeah, very fantastic intro. Fantastic intro that all, like, so many of those old-timey Christmas songs have. Yes. You know? And it gives you, it sets you up, and it's like this wonderment kind of thing. And then you get the sleigh bells, mm-hmm. and you're in. You're into the you're into the song proper. And you can't have a Christmas song like a Christmas song bop without sleigh bells. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you have to have them. There's it's all the Christmas, and like you're into the song, and it is just the catchiest thing in the entire world. And then you get the chorus, which is. Maybe one of the best choruses she's ever written mm-hmm. in any of her songs. I'm putting it out there. Wow. Like, 
it's just so good. Under the mistletoe, <laughs> watching the fire glow, and telling you I love you. It's so good. And her voice there on Under the Mistletoe and Watching the Fire yeah. Glow is just like so like croony, and it's just like it's so warm mm. and it just drags you in, and you're like, mm, I feel like I'm in a blanket of Taylor's <laughs> voice. Absolutely. You know? And then the choir. Yeah. I mean, you add a choir to a Christmas song, and it just like skyrockets the intensity and amazingness of said song. Absolutely. You know? I mean, like, I'm going to hearken it again to Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. <laughs> and, like, like the two are just such good modern day Christmas mm-hmm. songs in their own way. And, I mean, when you add a choir to anything, it just... It just makes it that much more, like, amazing. And, I mean, when when I'm feeling alone, you remind me of mm-hmm. home, baby, baby, Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's just, so good. it's so good. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What about you? Yeah. There's also this video on YouTube about the making of this song, and they have the choir, like, rehearsing in it, and it's so good. So it's you should so all check good. that out. It's so cool. I love this song. Oh, like, it's so good. I, what I said before, like, it just gives me all the feels. It makes me feel jolly. Yeah. It makes me feel happy. It makes me feel loved. It makes me feel like Taylor Swift is in my living room giving me a hug. Yeah. And what else do we want, you know? There's nothing else in the world we do want. <laughs> it's just so fun to sing to. It's so fun to dance to. And it's a great Christmas song. Like, I love, it makes you feel, like, just very happy. And that's all I ask for this yeah. year and every year. Oh, uh, it's so good. Yeah. Big and, fan. And I think what's really interesting is to see that this was written, you know, last year and her other two Christmas songs that were written very early on in her career and the difference. Yeah, it's very the difference very there. Drastic. You know? Yeah. She she has quite a bit more experience since she wrote those other yeah, two Christmas songs. Yeah, she's grown up. And I mean, she wrote this by herself, but she had producers helping her yeah. on it and everything. And so to give her like those well, you're in luck that oh. your fiancé is such a good researcher. Oh. Producer Jimmy Napes did work very closely with Taylor on adding all those different production elements in. I think the ideas were all in her head, and then he helped realize them. You know, she cool. wanted this grand opening, and he helped make it with her. Cool. Um, that video on YouTube that I mentioned shows that. It's oh. so cool seeing them work together and put it all together in, like, four days. Like, she just had this idea, and she then made it happen. I love it. So cool. So smart. Yeah. And there's a music video, right, Gab? Mm-hmm. What do you think of it? I love the music video. Anytime Taylor gives us a glimpse into her life and her life growing up, it's just a magical thing, you know? We obviously, as fans, want to respect Taylor's privacy and, like, her keeping her private life private, but also when we get this glimpse into, you know, seeing her growing up or her with her family, her with Austin, like, it makes us, you know, just feel like, yeah, we know her even more because we care so much. And I just, the video is just filled with, like, the mo- the warmest, cutest family home videos. Yeah. It's adorable. Baby Taylor is, like, a doll. She's so freaking cute. <laughs> I just love her in, like, all the snowsuits being dragged yeah. on a sled, playing in the snow. I mean, how epic is it that they have on video her receiving her first guitar? I know. Oh, my God. It's, so like, iconic. so special. It literally makes me think, like, our future children... 
I want to record every second because, like, who knows? They could become Taylor Swift, and we must record yeah. them opening their first guitar. You oh, just sure. don't know. They could become an Olympic athlete. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They could do whatever they want. And, and, you know, and it's just so special that they have that footage. It's so cute. She grew up on a Christmas tree I farm. Know. Like, it's just all really precious and heartwarming. It's so adorable. And to to go on that, her opening, you know, her guitar like, that is just, like, her origin story, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that is the origin of the Taylor Swift that we know. And she didn't know it then. It's so Like, cool. when she was opening that guitar, she had no idea mm-hmm. where she would be today. And that is so wild. Yeah. And for them to have that video of her opening up that first guitar is literally, like, the coolest thing because it's just, like, Iron Man. <laughs> it's, like, Iron Man's origin. <laughs> because we have the superhero that is Taylor Swift now. Because of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think that this music video is so cute as well. And I love the moments when she's in her little, like, that hanging toy thing. Yeah, it's so cute. She's just getting, like, spun around like crazy and she's grabbing her feet. Yeah. And everything. Oh, so cute. Oh, my God. And the onesies that they're wearing. They're all ridiculously adorable. Yeah, you all need to watch this video if you haven't seen it. It's so cute. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it's really cool because, you know, we know how important... Taylor's family is to her and how protective they are of her. Like, she's still, you know, it, it works so closely and sees them all, all the time. They're the oh, most yeah. important people to her. And it's just so cool, like, seeing her upbringing. I, yeah. I love it. And, like, how wonderful her family has always been and, like, how how they have shaped her into who she is. Yeah. And it's just really neat to see. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So good. And now we get to the segment of... Gossip As we all know, Christmas Tree Farm was inspired by the fact that Taylor grew up on a Christmas tree farm in <laughs> Pennsylvania, which is just so cool and magical. Last year, the single was released as a surprise to all of us. We would soon learn that surprise song and album drops would become a Taylor M.O. Yeah. But that was our first surprise drop, and I remember being like, what? She's releasing a Christmas song? And just being so excited and shocked, and now... She can't shock me anymore. Just two albums in 2020. It's amazing. It's pretty amazing. Taylor let us know via a video on her Instagram that she was going to be dropping this song. She said, okay, I know this is pretty wild, but I've just written a Christmas song. I feel like it's weird to wait a year to put it out. I don't know what to do. And then <laughs> and she put that on her Instagram to all of us. And then she proceeded to ask each of her cats what they thought if she should release it. And they all ignored her. And it's like such a goofy video. You guys should all watch it. It was a super fun way to announce the song. We were all just so excited. I guess typically in the music industry, Christmas songs are released or Christmas albums in like October or yeah. November. So people can like purchase them ahead of time. Yeah. And so her releasing it uh, the first week of December was out of the norm. Yep. But she just went with it, and her label let her go with it. And I think it just started this pattern of her being like, trust in the fans, trust in myself, and it'll it'll all work out. Which kind of, I feel like if Christmas Tree Farm hadn't happened the way it did, the uh, these other albums of this year might not have happened hmm. in the same way either. Interesting. Yeah. And then she was able to still perform it at Jingle Ball, which was like so cute and fun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's just so 
cool that that started off. And like, thank God she released in 2019 because I don't think she'd be releasing a Christmas song this year. No, I don't think so. You know? She's already released a lot this year. Yeah. And so what she said about the song is, it's about how you're in the city and you're stressed out and you're feeling low and in your heart is a Christmas tree farm. Mm. And I love it. And I I relate to that. You know, know, there's something about when you are living in the city and it's not where you grew up that makes you want to be somewhere else for Christmas, not be in the city. If you grew up there, you might want to be there. Yeah. And I will say, New York's one of the most magical places at Christmas time, but like nothing beats like being with your family. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your favorite line in Christmas Tree Farm? My favorite line is two lines, which I haven't done yet, oh. so I get to do this because mm-hmm. you've done it so many times. I make the rules. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, But it's the same part. Both times in the in the chorus, the under the mistletoe, watching the fire glow, and then just being in your arms. Nice. <laughs> Takes me back to that level. It's so good. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's just her like, voice is so and her good voice is just so like sultry on it. Yeah. And like, yeah. I love I'm singing it. a Christmas song. What about you? Mine is, when I'm feeling alone, you remind me of home. Mm. It's just so heartfelt. It's a really sweet line. It's really cute. It's also that idea, too, of, like, you know, somewhat, like, home not necessarily being a place, but a person being your home. And I just think that's really cute. Nice. I like it. I like that sentiment. Yeah. Devin, from 1 to 10, sweet dreams of holly and ribbon, what do you give Christmas Tree Farm? I'm giving Christmas Tree Farm 10. Woo! And and is this your first ten other than all too well? Yes. Wow. Then hear me out. Why? Okay. So I'm I have Christmas Tree Farm in a different category of songs because it is a Christmas. Yeah, totally. So it's not in my top twenty of Taylor Swift songs, but it is a banger of a Christmas song. So good. And I. Again, stand by the fact that it will go down like all I want for Christmas is you. I feel that. I guarantee it. And so 10 is what I give it. I love this song so freaking much, and I'll listen to it all the time, especially during Christmas. Uh, Maybe not during Christmas, too. Yep. (laughs) Uh, What about you? How many Sweet Dreams of Holly and Ribbon do you give this song? I also give it 10 Sweet Dreams of Holly and Ribbon. It's so good. It's just a warm Christmas hug, and it makes me feel great, and I just love it. Oh, it's so good. So good. So, Devin, I have a surprise question for you that I didn't put on our rundown. Oh, okay. For our listeners. Yes. What are three Christmas songs that you love that you would recommend they listen to? Okay. First and foremost, (laughs) there is a YouTube video of Mel Torme and Judy Garland. Oh, singing the Christmas song. Uh-huh. Mel Torme wrote the Christmas song. That's the chestnuts roasting on an open mm-hmm. fire, that song. And the two of them are singing it on Mel Torme's, he had this TV special, that this Christmas show. And she comes in and sits down at the piano with him and the two of them sing it together in this duet. And it is the most magical thing I have ever seen in my entire life. So that is one YouTube video that awesome. everybody needs to go and watch. Second, Pentatonics Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays cover. Okay? <laughs> I know that everybody loves the NSYNC one, and I do as well. <gasps> However, Pentatonix's version of it is equally as good. Mm. And I dare say my, maybe I like even more <laughs> than the original. <laughs> Fight me on it. I don't care. <laughs> For the record, guys, I like the original more. <laughs> and third... David Phelps singing Oh Holy Night. Check it out on YouTube. 
this guy, this is the best version of Oh Holy Night I've ever heard in my life. I've listened to a lot of versions of Oh Holy Night, and David Phelps sings the absolute bonkers out of it, and I strongly suggest it. What about you? So many. So, so many. I'm going to try to narrow it down to just three. Now I'm going to get four, sorry. First, I got to give a classic, my guy, Nat King Cole, the Christmas song. Just the classic. My absolute favorite Christmas song. His voice is just like nobody I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's it's maybe the, you know, most notable rendition of a Christmas song. I just, yeah. He's just, he is Christmas to me. Yeah. Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole. Okay. Second, Bruce Springsteen's (laughs) Merry Christmas Baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, He also has a good Santa Claus coming down, but his Merry Christmas Baby is just so good. And I just love, like, the bridge... Santa came down the chimney, half past three, with lots of nice little presents for my baby and me. So good. He didn't write that song, but he covered it. Oh, cool. Love it. Obviously, I've mentioned before, big Bruce Springsteen fan. So check it out, guys. Okay. Third, this song called Maybe This Christmas by Ron Sexsmith. And there's YouTube videos of it, but I know it from a little TV show from the early 2000s called The O.C. Oh, yes. And it was in uh, two notable episodes, Chrismica episodes of that show. <laughs> and I just find it to be a really beautiful song. It's about forgiveness and reaching out to loved ones. And that just really warms my heart. Mm-hmm. It's really short. It's like only two minutes long, but one of my favorite songs. And I listen to it sometimes not at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And then in my book. The best Christmas song of all time, sorry Taylor, but this is my ultimate OG Christmas song, is Britney Spears's My Only Wish This Year. Mm. That song is such a bop. It is so poppy. (laughs) It's just, it really encapsulates the 2000s. And I mean, since that song came out and I got it on my Now That's What I Call Christmas CD, I have listened to it like thousands of times. And just thinking, like, Santa bringing me my love this year, it's all I want. Like, oh, listen to it, guys. If you've never heard it, it's Britney at her height. That, oh, she's I love my so girl, good. Britney. It's so good. the best. So good. Another one that will be a classic, I'm sure. Yes. So we hope you all have really happy, healthy, safe holidays. We're going to be taking a little break over the just the new year. We're going to come back to you in 2021. Woo, 2021. Very exciting. Keep listening along with us. Check us out on Instagram at Tate Podcast. Give us your thoughts. We want to know everything you think about all these Christmas songs. Which one's your favorite? And then, you know, give us recs of some of your other favorite all-time Christmas songs. Always looking for those good recs for Christmas. Totally. And, you know, remember to follow and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. So next episode, we'll be covering Call It What You Want from Reputation. Yes. Not only our first C, other than Mm -hmm. Christmas songs, but also our first song from Reputation. Finally. Finally. So exciting. So come hang out with us. (laughs) I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. Happy New Year. See you next time. Bye. Bye.